Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Generation Z, and a Pitbull, traveling 109 miles per hour. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen, and filling in for the vacationing Tyler Yoakum, is Drew Hansen. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. We have another incredible episode once again, don't we, Drew Hansen? Of course we do. Man, it's underground time. I look forward to it every week. It's underground time. That sounds like something we should be saying like all the time. Like, hey, it's underground Hashtag, time. It's, it's underground time. It sounds like a wrestling thing. <laughs> Which I know you guys have made that joke before, but it really does. It does. It really does. Hey, welcome everybody. And it's it's we do really have a good show featuring, we are going to announce the winner at the end of this episode of the Pet of the Month contest, our very first the Pet, pet of, the of the Month contest. There's some good ones on there, too. Oh, we had some great entries, mainly on Facebook. Uh, people put, I got some on Instagram as well. But if you put them all together, I can't, I, I can't even count how many pets we had submitted. It's, it's a lot. It's, yeah, it was hard to I judge, spent, man. I spent a lot of time looking through all of them, and I'm excited to show my wife all of the pictures of dogs I have on my phone now. It was, it was, <laughs> now your dogs might get unhappy about that. Yeah, they're always jealous. It's fine. Nothing they're I'm not used to. Jealous. You know, we, we could have not in our own animals. We didn't do that because that would be unfair. For it, us it would be unfair. It would be unfair because, yeah, and mine would win, obviously. Exactly. Yours would win. Keith the cat. Keith the cat. Keith the cat. Would totally win. She's a great cat. Done. She is a great Keith, cat. Keith, she is a great cat. Yes, a girl. But basically, the Pet of the Month contest, in case you didn't listen last week, we just encourage everybody to post a picture of their your pet and give us one or two sentences as to why you love that pet. And, and a lot of you guys did a fantastic job. And so we are going to give away a big bag of treats to the winning pet. And we'll be talking about that a little bit later. Speaking of dogs, because there were a lot of dogs put on our pet of the month list, sure. I have a story yeah. that comes out of Washington State, uh, where police Man, ended up they in did, a high-speed car chase uh, with a uh, with a pit bull. Come again? What? That's right. Police in the Washington State ended up in a high-speed car chase. That ended up in a crash, uh, but everybody was okay. And uh, a pit bull happened to be driving the car. No, 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 no. Yes, I don't, I'm totally there, serious. No, there's no way. Well, the, the car, car was, was driving caught uh, hitting several cars, then outing, then hitting, the, heading on out to the interstate, getting up to 109 miles per hour. There's, before there's, it finally, you're full of it. There's no way. No, I'm totally serious. And state trooper actually is notated that he, when he came up against the speeding car, he spotted the pit bull driving the car. Now, there's no way. There's a little bit more to the story. Oh. In that, okay. all right. There was a 51 year old man who was charged with all of this because he was in the passenger seat. <laughs> Uh, apparently <laughs> drunk, and uh, he had a, he had a DUI and some hit and run, and he's let's just say he's going to be in jail for quite a while. Uh, but he was dr- 
driving the car basically with the pit bull in the driver's seat. Huh? Was he like giving him instructions? Apparently, after they the car actually crashed and they got they stopped him and got him out of the car when they realized the pit bull was actually in the driver's seat and the man explained tried to explain to them and use the excuse that he was teaching the dog how to drive. <laughs> that's that's brilliant. That'll get you out of that situation. Sorry, <laughs> officer. I know I know this looks weird, but don't worry. I was just teaching him. This state trooper on hand said that that was the lousiest excuse he has ever heard in all his years of being a trooper. I don't understand. Oh, okay. Can I ask a question? Yes. So the dog was driving a car. You said it was a high-speed chase. Correct. So how long was he able to, like, drive? How did they have any record of this chase? or Because like, I figured as soon as you sit, sit the dog down in the driver's seat, it's just, that's it. You're probably not going anywhere. Well, apparently the cops are trying to pull the car over. The guy had the pit bull in the front seat, but he had his hand on the wheel and his, his foot on the gas and brake and... Basically, oh, okay. What he okay. did was um, <laughs> he hit a couple cars trying to evade the police, and then he got on the interstate and tried to outspeed them like 109. And when the cops were pulling around, you know, they were kind of side by side with the car while they're chasing it. They could see the pit bull in the driver's seat. Couldn't figure out what was going on. Oh, that is so, that anyway. Is great. He went to jail. I ended up with a big fine and some, you know, some stuff. And then the the dog was taken Naturally. to the humane shelter. Man, that For dog's worth, got a story, they said the though. dog was a very sweet dog. That that does help a little bit. I just can't imagine being the cop that's driving and you see, you spot this dog just <laughs> cruising down the road. You're chasing down a car at 100 miles an hour. And you look over and here's a dog with sunglasses on. Yeah, you get no idea what's <laughs> like, going on. It's like blaring some, <laughs> blaring some, some like classic Bruce Springsteen over the, the the speakers. It's it's a great story, and it reminded me of a couple other stories I had read not you know about a year or two ago. One of them was a lady who got pulled. She actually hit a guardrail, crashed, and her when they found her, they found her and a, a parrot in the front seat. And apparently she had been feeding the parrot birdseed in the cup holder. And uh, he went crazy and, and, and made her crash the car. And uh, she just like, the parrot. The parrot just like flipped out? She got hurt, but the parrot was okay. Then I read a, another Man. story of a guy who got pulled over and he had a gigantic pig in the front seat of his truck. And uh, he was swerving around the road and he blamed the pig for getting in his way. I'm just thinking, okay, what two the? things are cross my mind with all these stories. Number one, okay. why do you have an animal like that in your front seat, like while you're trying to drive? And number two, can you at least admit that you're at fault and not the animal? Yeah, yeah, I don't think you can start doing the blame game if you <laughs> are the one that brings in the dog or the cat or the carrot, the parrot or the pig or the dragon whatever you bring into your your car it's it's yeah those are good questions i mean this guy had 
other pe- these other two stories of the pig and the parrot, they were just in the front seat, you know, and they were the drivers were messing with them. Then they blamed the crash on the on the animal just because they were distracting. But I'm like, why did you put in there to begin with? Of course they're gonna be distracting. They're animals. <laughs> you and weren't then, trying to they weren't trying to teach them how to drive yeah, like that, this other guy. <laughs> that's the different that's the difference with this one. This guy not only had not only, only blames the dog for the accident in the high speed chase, but says he's driving. I mean, basically driving. You, see, like try to tell him, Oh, this is his car, man. This isn't even my car. This is the dog's car. No, he's got like, you, a, you can check the insurance. He's got like fuzzy bones hanging from his mirror. Yeah. Check the, check the registration. It's, it's registered to spot. <laughs> <laughs> May I see your license, sir? Oh, sorry. That's, that's your vaccination record. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that was it was like where Man, that's good. Have you ever driven around with animals in your front seat? I'm just curious, like uh I don't recall in the no, one time I did when we were moving, I think. Benji was up he well, loves the window. So dog. We have a chihuahua, I mean, yeah, no yeah he, he behaves. I've it's, just never have thought about a parrot or a pig or even a pit bull for that. You know, I I never take I've never taken my cat in the car. Maybe maybe she would learn how to drive. Because like I I don't want to drive. Cat. There you go, old SNL. Go way back to the eighties. Back but when yeah. it was good. Hey, we've got a great show. Got some uh, culture comment featuring Drew Hansen. And this it's this uh culture comments a little bit is pretty interesting. We we're even going to bring in a third party. Uh, we'll talk about that during Culture Comet coming yeah, up. Yeah, got some uh, got some good insights for you. You want to learn some more about culture? That's what we do, you know, Culture Comet. Pe- people want to be in the high society, and they, you need to have the insights like me. Exactly right. So we've got that coming up. And again, don't forget, Pet of the Month contest. And th- it was really, really tough to select the winner. And we're going to tell you a little bit about how tough it was before we actually announce the winner. So be hanging on for that. So that's coming up next. We hope underground. And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Hello and welcome to culture comment where we talk about culture and i drew comment on it of course hey welcome to yeah i mean this is this is what i do i'm giving the people what they want they want my hot takes my insights on the world at large and we have so many statistics to base that on yeah the statistics that i i pick and choose Yeah, we we are all about analytics here at the underground. Yeah, don't think I'm just throwing this together. I I've I've got a whole office of of team members helping me out on this. We know what the world wants, and this is it. This is it, dude. I'm I'm excited for today because, um, I think something's kind of, um, something's kind of been grinding my gears, if you will. (laughs) Grinding my gears. I haven't heard and that expression in a while. 
I know. I, I thought I'd throw that. Like, I feel like that's a dad phrase. It is. You're an old soul. So I figured it'd be appropriate. Yeah. Um. So I've noticed a lot. I, I, I work in a cafe part-time, part-time, full-time-ish um, here in Effingham. Joe Sippers. Shout out to Joe Sippers. Love Joe him. Sippers. Joe Sippers. We went there today, by the, by the way. I know. Mom said you weren't there, and it was, today's my one day off. That's why we went there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I gathered that. <laughs> I gave Mitch the tip, man. so it's okay. Okay. Shout out to Mitch. He's the man. But uh, yeah, anyways, I, it's something I've... I've noticed I work, I work with a lot of younger, younger employees. Right. So a lot of them are generation Z, which I think I've kind of talked about kind of the differences before between Mm -hmm. generation Z um, millennials, which is my generation. And then gen X, I believe is me, your generation gen Xers. And it's kind of crazy, even though we're still young. A lot of people want to think there's a lot of difference between millennial generation and the Gen Z. And I would beg to differ. Beg to differ is a lot. Some and big differences, I think th- huh? Yeah, yeah. I, well, like I think what? so. Okay, so the thing that grinds my gears, right? Um, so I'm watching, we're talking, uh, I was talking with my fellow employees, and they're into TikTok, they're into YouTube. They're into all, you know, all the different mediums of videos. So sure. I get that. Millennials are too, to a degree. Um, but the thing is, they were talking about how they will will watch, will watch TikTok and watch YouTube on like a different device and like be watching a show and like, I don't know, have have a movie playing and have music on in the background. There's like six different things oh, going on at once. I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't I, get it either. It frustrates me. It's like, like I thought it was nails on the chalkboard. Stuff. I mean, we, I, I think we max out of like two things. I think Gen Xers have a hard time just seeing the device, like one device. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I remember that. like my mom yelling at me when I was doing homework with music on. She's like, how do you do homework with the music on? But now like how, how do you Brady, not do homework with music? he's 20 and he's, he's definitely Gen Z. He sits around our house and I see him like on, on his phone watching YouTube videos while he's doing homework and he's got the TV on. Watching a show, yeah, I'm trying that's to figure too out how he's me. doing all that that's, at one time. It's too many things. I max out. Like sometimes I can, uh, I can watch a movie, and if I need to check my email, I can do that on my phone real quick. But sometimes I have to rewind the movie because <laughs> you know I, I, it's one or two things at a time max, and I feel well, like that's fairly what, common. Hmm. Just to, just to add a little bit more spice to our conversation. Where's the spice? Brady. Give me the spice. Oh, hey, how's it going? He's here. There he is, Brady. Yeah, Brady, our our own Gen Zer. If yeah. you if you don't know who Brady is, and you're listening. You're like, who's this Brady guy? A lot of you probably know who he is because he's the man. That's my brother. That's my little brother. Another handsome. My, my my Gen Another Z. One. My Gen Z. This is becoming a handsome podcast. It is because it's we're on that lockdown thing and. We're still waiting to f- find out 
Oh, Brady had the old test done. It wasn't the coronavirus test. Yeah, no, that's yeah. horrible. <laughs> How are you so feeling we're today, kind though? Of in lockdown right now, which is Hanson's. Yeah. How are you feeling today, Brady? Well, I'm all right. I feel a lot better. He's, he's doing good. Yeah. So Brady, Drew was talking. To, now go ahead, Drew. What were you saying about uh, Gen Z? Well, I I just have a hard time believing that they're soaking in all of that information effectively. There's just no way. Because they can watch There's, like 15 I, things at one time, do stuff. Brady, this is so true. Yeah. You were I was telling you, you were in our living room the other day, and you were watching binge watching the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. While you're doing that, you had your phone on the whole time watching some sort of music video or something. Guilty. And you were texting with friends. And I think you might even slide in some homework in there. It all sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. How do you do that? Um, I don't know. There's no way, Drew, that his brain could work in such a ways to soak all this in, right? Actually, I'm having what's a hard going on and all the things he's doing. I'm having a hard enough time keeping up with three people in one conversation, <laughs> let alone multiple devices. Like I, would think like your I said, I can max out with two or something. Yeah, I it, my uh okay. So I went to I went to Eastern a few years ago, and we had a class that actually talked a little bit about that. I I don't remember too much, but in, we we studied in depth like how the brain um, is affected by technology. It's really fascinating, really. You would think it's just like people are lazier or something, but no, like our brains work way different now than they did 20 years ago. So it's kind of rewired. Yeah, like literally, almost, I don't know if literally is not the right word (laughs) for rewired, but that's very much the case. Like our brain um, has changed in how we process information so, across across the whole, but you can definitely see Gen Z is like the first generation that has grown up with all of this tech. And it's changing the, the way their brains, like the synapses are firing off way differently than they used to. Well, you know, like that's true. You'd say Gen Z is one growing up with it all. I mean, I didn't even have a, there was no such thing as a cell phone until... I was well into my 20s or 30s or whatever, 20s. You know, so What'd you do before that? I never even thought about it. My home phone, when I was in high school, had it was a small town. We just dialed four numbers to get somebody's house. Wait, like, like you, don't, you don't have to do area code? No, we did a bunch like of crank calls and stuff. 895? It was pretty fun. Wait, did you have to do the three numbers before the four numbers? Like the, the full seven-digit no. number? Not in my town. Too small. We just had four numbers. You can only call people. That's all you That's had to do. Yeah, just four numbers. That's it. That's crazy. So, Brady, here's the question I have, because Drew and I, are, I think, are wondering this. Okay. Can you really do all this at one time and, like, understand what's going on? Explain that to us. What's going on in your brain? Um, To be honest, I feel like we just need a lot of background noise. I don't know why. But I think in order for a lot of our brains to function, there just needs to be something else going on, you know? I don't know. Are you, like, paying attention to everything? 
not everything. No. But do you feel like you you get it though? Um, for the most part, yes. Um, really? if I work on my homework while I do t- while I watch TV, um. So let's say, like in here the other day, okay. you're watching the music video or something in your hand in the phone. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt's going on in the back. Can you, you, you binge watch that. I mean, you watch like a whole season yeah. of that mm-hmm. while you're doing all this other stuff. Do you think you remember that show? Absolutely. No way. Yes. There's no way, Drew. Uh, interestingly enough, I got. I'm. I'm gonna make you prove it. Just because. I'm make you prove it. Oh, just because I'm not it. watching it all the time doesn't mean I'm not listening to it. Well, prove it. So I, I just don't what? think he could. I mean, he could have it on in the background. I understand what he's about background noise. There's no way he knows what's really going on in that show. Because I watched him on the couch. He wasn't paying attention to it at all. Oh, whatever. We sh- we shall find out, ladies and gentlemen, in the underground nation. We are about to commence the Kimmy Schmidt. What, what's it called? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt season one. Is that what the season you watched? Yes. S- season one trivia questions. Oh, great. Um, we're going to direct we'll him towards Brady, really putting him attention. on the spot. Okay. This is this is going. You're speaking on behalf of your entire generation. Oh gosh. So no pressure. <laughs> Do they really have rewired brains, or is this just a facade? Did, did you just invite me on the show just to like criticize my generation? No, I I think you're I think you're uh, you have a unique opportunity here because yeah, okay. if you can nail these questions. Then there is definitely something wrong with uh, millennials and Gen Z who or Gen X. Gen X, yeah. There's something wrong with our generation, and we us. need to hop on board. We need to work. Yeah, need we're not using on. our brains, are we? Okay. By the way, I love Gen Zers. They're giving me they're giving me like hope for the future <laughs> <laughs> because millennials are weird. Okay. Anyways. Sure that. Okay, Brady, are you ready for this? I guess so. All right, on behalf of Generation Z, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Season 1 Trivia Question Number 1. All right. What was the reasoning for why the girls were convinced to hide in the bunker? Do you want me to give you some options? I can give yeah, you give, options. Yeah, give me the options. Why, Y2K, alien invasion, zombie attack, or nuclear apocalypse? I want to say Sounds nuclear like apocalypse. Oh, and that is correct. Holy cow. One for that's Gen Z. One for one. I'm assuming that's a big part of the show. Okay, so that might be too easy. That might be too easy. Yeah, maybe okay. something a little bit more difficult. See, right. see if his brain was really let's, picking up on this. Let's stuff. try this. Let's try this. When she prepared to head into the bunker, Kimmy packed a book from what series to take with her? This is going to be good. Is it Harry Potter, the Boxcar Children, the Babysitter's Club, or Goosebumps. All great seasons, all great series. I want to say it's Boxcar. And no, it was oh. Babysitter's Club. It Ooh. is, of course. I remember that episode, never mind. So one in, in favor of a rewired brain of Gen Z and another in, in default here. So let's see if you can pick it up, Braid. All right. Let's see. Here we go. Kimmy got a job as a nanny after moving to New York. One of the children who she had to watch 
had a special themed birthday party. What was the theme of the party? <laughs> was it? Do you remember that episode? Yes. What was okay, the theme? Okay. Just tell us. No, give me the options. No, no, tell it's, us. It's got to be a fair game. Okay. All right, that's that's fine. Okay, was it pirates? Was it superhero? Was it fairy or fairies? Or was it cops and robbers? Superhero. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Dang it. All right, two for three. Let's give him a couple more. Give him five questions. Go. Uh, what is the name of Kimmy's stepfather who shows up during the ninth episode? Oh, great. Was it Titus, Doug, Burgess, or Randy? Oh my gosh. Aha. See this the 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 details elude you. I wanna say Randy. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> oh wow. Man, he's on a roll. Randy. Holy cow. One more. See if you can get four out of five. Go. Okay. Kimmy's roommate Titus makes his living as a street performer. What <laughs> character does he dress up as to earn money? Do you know? Do you need options? Give me the options, but I know. Well, okay. Batman, Superman, Captain Jack Sparrow, or Iron Man? It's Iron Man. But the thing yeah, is... Yeah, he's got it. It's like a weird generic Iron Man. Okay, now, see, this blows me away, Drew. It's exactly <laughs> what you're a talking generic about. Because I watched him and while he was in front of this TV. He wasn't watching the TV. There's no I way. Don't, I don't. He was he was on his phone the whole time. Or he had somebody. <laughs> no, this over is interesting. This is interesting. This is interesting because there's different levels to this. We have three different generations represented right here in this conversation. So I can get it to a degree, but I'm not. I've probably like I could answer shows about or questions about different shows, and I could be doing something else at the same time. But it's a show I've seen before. But if I'm watching Kimmy Schmidt for the first time and I'm doing four different things, there's no way. There's no way I, I could get four I out of five. Know. I think you guys are amazing because I, I couldn't even remember what I watched yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how you could answer questions about it. Not, not well, only that, but not even paying attention. You were probably watching Antiques Roadshow or the British version. I think there was something about my mom said. That's why I got bad grades. I was listening to too much music. <laughs> Listening to the 80s music. Interesting culture comment, Drew. Yeah, that was culture comment. You know, I, I'd say the moral of the story is, you know, you do you. If you can do four things at once, do it. Um, maybe some of the older folks, I mean, he's obviously he's obviously doing a good job at it. He's soaking it in. But maybe some of the older folks can uh, start working on multitasking like like these. Exactly. Like Brady, the, thanks like for being on here. Your yeah, generation you. is inspirational. Yeah, inspirational. I just want to give a shout out to Gen Z. Anyone? Gen Z? Yeah, any Gen Zer. Okay. This has been Culture Comet. Thanks, Drew. Hey, uh, this is what I'm here for giving the people what they want. So here on New Hope Underground, we have just completed all of our submissions for our first ever Pet of the Month contest. 
And now the judging commences, and Drew and I had an incredibly hard time trying to pick any sort of winner for this contest. We I did not just realize how many great pets there are out there. I mean, come on. You guys did an incredible job posting, telling us about your pets, telling us their names. Had some incredible names for your dogs and your cats and uh, and everything and, and other pets. I, I, it was just am- amazing. And if it was up to me or if I could afford it, I would buy a big bag of treats for every single pet of everyone who ever submitted anything. But we can't do that. So we had to pick a winner. We narrowed it down to two finalists is what we decided to do. And then we called the finalist on Zoom and recorded conversations, gave him 30 seconds or so uh, to kind of debate on the air here with us, uh, with on the podcast, as to why their pet ought to win ought to win the prize. So it came down to the two finalists. So I hope you enjoy these conversations. So we are down to two. That's right. We have two pets going head-to-head now, our finalists. And then we will announce the winner at the end of the podcast. But right here in the middle of the podcast, we decided to call in the two finalists, the owners anyway, and let them argue for their their uh, their pet. You know, just to kind of debate a little bit here of why their pet should win. So t- this is our first finalist, uh, Kelly Cessna. Hi, Kelly. Hello. Hey, thanks for joining <clears throat> me. Now, can you tell us a little bit about your pet first? Well, my pet, which I use the word loosely, I guess, is a cow. His name is Shuhasco, which is a Portuguese word. He was named um, by my foreign exchange sister's son, who is was two when we got the cow. Shuhasco is a Portuguese word that means barbecue. Um, <laughs> um, what a name for a cow. <laughs> Yes, when we get a animal that's going to end up in the freezer, because that's where he's so going to end up. So is a great pet for now. For now, when we get them, they're really little. Like he was bottle fed. We fed him. We oh, wow. fed him a bottle. But by the time they don't aren't pets anymore, they're big and in a pasture and. They're so you're, you're fine with Shuhasco's destiny, even after bottle feeding him and everything. Yeah. Her, yeah. I should say. It's a him. It's it a is him. a him. Sorry. Yeah. But the wrong. Yep. I never know. When we talk about a cow. So he's a bull. Uh, He was a bull. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> so we're going to give you, here's basically how the, it's going to work. We're going to give you 30 seconds just to say anything you want. You know, just get fired up here. And give us <laughs> your best reasons why. Chuhasco needs to win this contest. Can you do that? Well, I I can try. Okay. I didn't I didn't I didn't come prepared, oh, but okay. I can try. That's what's hilarious <laughs> about this. We, we don't want you to prepare. Okay. That's no fun. Oh, okay. I don't know. Just do your best. Whatever you want to say, <laughs> it's no big deal. Just you know, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll, do, we'll uh, announce the winner at the end of the podcast. Between now, Chuhasco is going against Layla the pug, and Layla the pug's owners. Oh. Uh, are actually out of Columbus, Ohio, and they're gonna be—they're gonna be arguing their side too. So, uh, you're first, though. You ready? Okay, I'm first. Three, okay. two, one, go. Okay. Well, I guess the most—the biggest argument for Shuhasco, I have to um, uh, 
appeal to your heart because his life is not going to be long and he should enjoy the time that he has. Pulling on the heartstrings. Pulling on the heartstrings. That's the only, that's the only, uh, that's the best angle I've got. He really likes salt blocks. Salt blocks. Salt, yeah. salt blocks. He really likes a good salt block. Without a salt block, he licks us. And so we really also <laughs> like salt blocks. <laughs> but uh, that's you my. Really appreciate the you salt know, blocks. Yes. About my only angle is to appeal to your heart and pull your heartstrings and make Hasco his time on earth. I mean, um, you know, he's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> He comes when we call, like if we go out, walk by the pasture, he does, you know, come to say hi. He comes, oh, that's to, cool. he comes and talks he, to he us a little bit. He does come to say hi. So I, there's some yeah. good arguments right there. Thanks, Kelly, for uh, Chihasco, <laughs> the cow. And I, I will have to say that your pet was one of the most unique ones we had on the board. But we did have a we lot are of people submit some neat pets. So it was pretty cool. Okay, well. It was neat. It was, it was, yeah, it was fun. We're going to go ahead and we're going to be talking uh, just a little bit. I'll uh, put on the conversation I had with Kelly Mooney, two Kellys involved here. Kelly Mooney, oh. who has They With a Pug. So good luck, Kelly Cessna. All right. Thank you. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Now, who do you all have with you? Because I'm looking at you on Zoom, but to our podcast audience they don't get the thrill the benefit of and thrill oh. of video but who's all with you yeah. you got people climbing all over i i do i've got uh layla here the pug sitting on my lap and i have uh reese uh my five-year-old and noah my two-year-old bouncing around and my husband also bouncing around bouncing around all three of them bouncing <laughs> around and the pug probably not bouncing around so much or is the pug no so just, just, yeah. You know that you're in the final. You're one of the finalists yeah. for the pet of the month contest. Very first one we've ever had, and we've had a ton of, a ton of uh, people giving entries for their pet. But you put a great post on there about Layla the pug. Yes. And she was kind of dressed up in some Game of Thrones things or something going on. Yes, she was. It was Game of the Throne. Game of Thrones. We are a big fan. She's uh, spent the time with us on the couch watching these episodes. <laughs> so she, she's a big Game of Thrones fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna get now. Here's the here's the deal. Uh, Layla the pug is going up against Tarasco the cow in the final. So okay, we're gonna let each one of you, uh, the owners. Give a little. Give you thirty seconds here just to tell our listeners why your pet needs to win this competition. So I need you to get fired up, ready? Okay. Give you like thirty seconds. You just, you know, give it to me just like, just like your husband who used to do. He used to be a wrestler, right? You know, like he would yell in the ring. That's what I need. This kind. Of, if he wants to help you, that's fine. Okay, go. We've had uh, multiple dogs uh, throughout the years, and she's been an alpha. Through all of them. She runs the show. Uh, she's the boss. She is absolutely the boss. Queen of the chair. Yep. Uh, I think she's queen of the, the kids, too, really. She, you know, kind of controls them. Yeah. them she runs them the line. Yeah. Uh, except for right now, because right now she's sleeping. 
and relaxing and she's helping us out with the kids are running you know but um uh she's very photo, uh photogenic you know with all our, our pictures um trying to think what else she was, here she's 11 years old she was brought home um with you know ask for uh forgiveness yeah, what is she, that? Yeah, yeah, she wasn't supposed to. She wasn't supposed to show up, no. and she did anyways. Yeah, I brought her home. I said, no, don't, don't bring yep. this dog home. <laughs> but and she said, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that anyways. Yeah. And uh, I so I think she, she was more my best friend. Unwanted, wanted pet. That eventually yes. found a home, and now takes basically is taking over the home. Yes, she yep. sleeps in uh, his armpit, Jonathan's yep. armpit, every night. Every night, right next to me. Yeah. So, wow. Now that deserves pet I've ever heard it. <laughs> just snuggles right in. Helped me fall asleep just fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate you giving yeah. me the lowdown. Oh, oh yeah. Of course. You, you, you made it this far in our very first ever uh, underground contest. So, you, you, know, you never know. Yeah. If she wins, she gets a, a, a big bag of treats and we'll be mailing that to you. Oh, all she right. Loses, she's still going to get, she, since she's a finalist, she's still going to get something. It just won't be as great if you don't win. But <laughs> we'll announce the winner on a, on this uh, this episode later on in this all episode right, yeah. that you'll be listening to. So. Fun. Awesome. Cross your it's been fun watching these entries come in. Oh, I know. They've been fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great <laughs> hey, thanks for submitting and, uh, and go Layla. Sure. All, All right. right. Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us on New Hope Underground today. And we have some important news coming your way in just a second with our Pet of the Month contest winner. We finally decided between the two that you had a chance to, to listen to and came up with a winner. So now, even the, uh, the runner-up was going to get a small bag of treats. But our winner is going to get a large bag of treats. So we're excited about that. So, um, Drew, before we get to that, let's let's remind yeah. everybody. We've got church at home Sunday morning once again. And here in Illinois, we're still a little bit not understanding exactly what's happening. But sounds like we might be still doing this church at home for a few more weeks anyway. Uh, just as we're making our way through. The coronavirus stuff, but uh, you've yeah, been a part of the. It's been a weird one. Team going on there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been fun. It's a different way to to worship, but it's I think it's good for us, you know, to embrace it even in this weird season, and to, you know, reminds you it's not about the building or, if, you know, for the worship team it's not about the loudspeakers or the PA and all the drums and all. It's just you know, the heart of it's still the same. So uh, ho hopefully that comes across, I think, at Church at Home. I think it does. That's cool. What's what, What's been one of your favorite things about Church at Home so far? Um, Sleeping in. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the worship team gets there so early on Sundays. I don't... Very early. That's true. But um, um, let's see. My favorite thing has been... Um, I think simply just um, kind of stripping back the songs to um, have, at least from the musician side, having a little bit more freedom to kind of arrange stuff in a way that fits a video. Okay. 
That's cool. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of nerdy to talk about, but um, ultimately, I think it it works because the the um, it's it's speaking to just a a weird time that we're able, in a weird time for the church, and so to see our leaders and some of our, our team members kind of continue to be creative and continue to work and continue to put forth like some um, impactful services, I think is really cool to be a part of that. So. No, that's fantastic. You know, I, I, I've liked just the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. One thing I, I've seen is like, there's been quite a few churches that are doing like multiple services online. Right. And I like the idea that we're not doing that. And I'm, I'm not trying to knock anybody that does it. I just mean like, I like the idea that we just have one service, nine o'clock, Sunday morning, because we want to gather as many people as we can at one time together, yeah. which I think watching together, I think it's kind of cool. And honestly, if even if you miss nine o'clock, don't, don't think you can't go back and watch it. Like you can go back and watch it whenever. The service time is at your ear. It can be. We encourage you to be there at nine with everyone else because that's your church family. We're, we want to do this all together. But if you can't, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, exactly. Go back and watch it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just pretty cool to, and I also like the idea that if, if you are there live, you can interact with people on Facebook or whatever and say, hi. yeah, yeah. That is a really cool feature. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it's some, been really cool. One yeah, thing it's, that we're going to be doing different. Community. What's that? I was just saying it's some way to have community, even though it's you're isolated. No, that's very true. One thing that we'll be doing different starting this Sunday is uh, we're going to be offering some Zoom Bible studies, like four-week Bible studies once a week for four weeks. And we're going to be talking about that Sunday morning and the announcements. And people can just click if they're interested and join in something like that. And we're going to be start trying to put some some of those together. So I think it would be kind of fun. Yeah, that'll be really cool. So, now, the moment everyone's been waiting for, uh, and Bump it the, bum. the contest winner, pet of the month. Now, before we announce the actual winner, uh, we do have some honorable mentions. There were so many great posts. It was it was really really hard to pick a winner, but uh, we had a few honorable mentions. Drew, why don't why don't you do one and I'll do one? We kind of go back and forth. We get a few honorable mentions. Go ahead. Sure, yeah. My first honorable mention goes to Nicole Ellis. Uh, she posted a picture of, this is what she said, this is Biff the Dane. This is their, their uh, great Dane <laughs> sleeping. He's adorable and he's huge. He said he's a good bodyguard and lapdog. He's happy to eat your leftovers even if you don't ask. How polite. <laughs> so I just imagine there's this this dog Biff who's just eating everyone's food and he's real chill and I like that. Biff the Dane. What a great name. Biff the Dane. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Webster put her dog Molly Webster and what I think is amazing about Molly is Molly has got her own Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. That's more than I have. Molly the Dachshund Terrier. She's that, so that social. Dachshund Terrier. Yeah, she's more like socially engaged than I am. That's great. And there's several people who put in, they have multiple pets and putting in pictures of all their dogs and cats. Pretty cool. What about another honorable mention? 
Yeah, my last honorable mention goes to this is kind of funny. <laughs> I couldn't help but pick this one. Ty Griffith posted <laughs> a picture of a possum. And that just caught my eye immediately. So shout out to you, Ty. But I'm not sure who to congratulate you because he says this. Not mine, but my cousin has started feeding this thing dog food again. Or my cousin has started feeding this thing dog food against my recommendation. So I guess it's a pet. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's his cousin who has this possum. I'm not sure. Either way, I'm a big fan. So shout out to Ty. That's awesome. There was there were quite a few incredible pets. One was uh, Kristen Rake posted their new their new puppy, which is a giant mastiff, and his name is Tank. Oh, those are awesome. His name is Tank. Tank. Biff, what a Tank. great mastiff name! Great names for these big dogs. Just some incredible pets. You guys did a fantastic job, and we would I, if I could I just honorable mention everybody, but it'd take a long time, but. If you want to check it out, you can go on my Facebook, Darren Hansen, D-A-R-I-N-H-A-N-S-E-N. Check them out there. And uh, we're also going to be doing a special post for our winner. Uh, we'll be on our Instagram, which is at New Hope Underground. And then the Facebook is my own personal Facebook, but we use that for underground stuff. Everything I post on Instagram uh, feeds on over to my Facebook page, too. So anything underground, you can check it out at those locations. And now, the moment you've been waiting for. The announcement of the winner of the 2020 New Hope Underground First Ever Pet of the Month Contest. And as you know, it's come down to two pets. Drew, what are the names of those pets once again? The finalists are Churrasco the Cow and Layla the Pug. Churrasco the Cow and Layla the Pug. Okay, now we are going to announce the winner. Boy, was it a hard decision. It's tight. Here we go. Drum roll, please. And the winner of the first ever Pet of the Month contest, sponsored by New Hope Underground, is Layla the Pug. Yeah. Congratulations. Kelly Mooney, you win our contest, and we will be shipping out a nice bag of treats for Layla the Pug. Now, we will be doing something Layla a little bit for pug. Kelly since so she was our runner-up. I'm not sure exactly what we get a cow, though, Drew. Uh, I'm sure they'll eat dog treats. I don't know. <laughs> you can try. But you'll get something, that's for sure. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for participating. We wish we could just give out treats to every animal. We love them all. and uh, But be looking for... Another pet of the month contest. Uh, it's coming up sometime, and maybe six months from now or so. <laughs> but we'll, we'll bring it back. It'll happen again. It'll happen again. So if you've been listening to this and you're like, I didn't have a pet. I couldn't put my. I don't. I don't have a pet to put up on the, on the Facebook or on Instagram. It's like, well, six months from now, you can get a pet from you know and have it ready to go yeah. for the next contest. We'll work on make that commitment. Get a pet. So you can win underground. Exactly. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you have a fantastic week. And uh, join us again next week for another episode of New Hope Underground. Peace.